Hey guys, you are listening to Killer Cocktails, where the drinks are stiff, but the bodies are stiffer. This is a casual true crime podcast where two friends get drunk and talk about gruesome murders. Each week we pick a different drink whose name or ingredients set the tone for our stories. Alright, hey guys, welcome back to another week of Killer Cocktails. This week we are drinking the Long Island. Iced tea. Iced tea. Is it called the Long Island? Long Island iced tea. Oh, okay. Um, it's not my favorite. No, I just told you the more I drink it, the more I remember the flavor. This is a (laughs) like, but like when I was making it, it's just a half shot of each liquor. But it is gin, rum, what a uh, what's that? I've I've got tequila. Okay, so let me give you this stat. Triple sec. Um. The drink has a much higher alcohol concentration, approximately 22%. Ooh, balls. Than most highest, excuse me, than most highball drinks due to the relatively small amount of mixer. It's literally a splash of Coke. Yeah. Well, actually, to put more Coke in because, like, when I when I poured it into the glass, it was only, like, not even halfway up to the glass. So oh. I put a shit ton of ice in there yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. like, make the volume. But I put more Coke in there, so... Um, I do want to give a shout out to a listener because this is a listener recommended drink. I want to. Oh my gosh! Why didn't I practice this? Okay, here we Good go. Good luck. It's Asio, Aaron. Asio. I'll bet it's Harry Potter. Yeah. Now that I'm reading out loud. Accio. Accio. A C C I O E R. I think it's Accio, Aaron. Accio, Aaron. That is her. Uh, Wingardium Leviosa. Yes. <laughs> it's Leviosa. Leviosa. Um, but no, thank you, Erin, so much. We always see you commenting on our photos, and we definitely appreciate all your engagement. For sure. She's fun. Thank, yeah. Thank you so much for recommending this cocktail. It's granted not our favorite, but we're having a great time And it's a it. classic. Like, yeah. everyone's heard of a Long Island iced yeah. tea. And it was super fun to do the storage behind the Long Island. So thank you again, Erin. The last time I remember having a Long Island iced tea was at the Elephant Bar. Do you remember the Elephant Bar? It was like a chain of restaurants that closed. Oh my god. Actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. I wasted at one of those. <laughs> <laughs> they had a really good happy hour. Yeah. 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 I remember I had a Long Island iced tea at the happy hour Elephant Bar. Yeah. And the oh, only God. other elephant bar memory that pops up is I feel like my mom and a bunch of teachers, we were all out at elephant bar doing like a teacher dinner. Uh-huh. And my mom got a salad and a straight up <laughs> like fucking stick bug was it was the biggest giant bug. What? Came in, yeah. Like salad, you know, bugs are going to show up and stuff. But this was the biggest bug. And then she went like and she was pretty mellow about it. She's mm-hmm. like, hey, um, there's like a really giant bug in my salad. <laughs> Can I just get a different one? And they did not care. What? They like took it away. I can't remember how they fixed it. They either took it away and like were like they, they just took the. They bug were like, out we got it. the bug out, or <laughs> or like at some point, and like all the other teachers were getting riled up on her behalf because my mom was just like, oh, let's not cause waves. Yeah. I have something to eat. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And uh, everyone was like, no, this is outrageous. Finally, a manager came over, and the manager was like. And just kind of like shrugged and was like, you know, the salads come in bags. The kind like bugs hang out in gardens. It's going to happen, uh, which is like, I get it. That's yeah. a very reason. Like, yes, that is exactly what happened. Yeah. But also like a big ass bug ended up at somebody's dinner. Yeah. You just, that one falls to you. Thing. You just got to, yeah. you got to eat it yeah. at the restaurant. <laughs> what was it? We were at a restaurant in Walnut Creek 
and it was a Mediterranean restaurant, and they brought out the hummus and stuff, and it was like an appetizer. Super good. We're mowing down on it, and then we find the tip of a glove, <laughs> and we were like, well, this is super good. We just want another one, so we just called over the waiter. Can we have like, one that doesn't have a glove hey, in it? yeah, the, there's a piece of glove. Can we just get another one? And, like, didn't even think of it, and the manager comes out and was just like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Everything is comped. What do you want? Like, everything is comped. Oh, jeez. Like, oh, well, we just wanted a new hummus, and we yeah, were going to pay for we it. We like, more hummus. <laughs> we ate all that hummus and almost ate the tip of that glove. <laughs> uh, yeah, less glove, more hummus. Uh, yes. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think I really got Long Islands. I think I remember Adios Motherfuckers a little bit more. Yes, which yeah, is, it wasn't. It's the same thing, but with like blue liqueur instead mm-hmm. of the triple sec. So, Curacao. 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 Um, okay. Do you want the history of this drink? I would love the history of this drink. Okay. I'm going to take you back to a time. Take me way back. Way back. So first of all, you made these. What's in them? Okay, are you ready? There's vodka, gin, rum, the tequila, and triple sec, and sweet and sour mix, and a little bit of Coke. There you go. <gasps> Woo! Um, I did that from the top of my head. So, basically, it's called in. so they call it iced tea. It looks like an iced tea. So, that's where, like, there's no tea in this drink. I can see that's that. just where the name comes from. Um, there's a bunch of different variations. We kind of did a variation. A lot of recipes uh, call for light rum. We had dark rum, so we used dark rum. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And that's the thing. You guys, if you're making these drinks, do it to your taste buds and do it to your budget. Like, yeah. you don't have to get what we are getting. This is We are also poor, so we are just <laughs> using leftover stuff that's in our cabinet. For sure. Um, so one of the origin stories, or the kind of prevailing one, is that this dude, Robert Rosebud Butt, B-U-T-T, Robert Butt. Okay, do you want me to laugh? <laughs> I just think that's crazy. His name is Butt. Who's named Butt? I had a teacher named Mrs. Butts. <laughs> oh, and it was middle school. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. She was a substitute teacher and she... Oh, even she, easier. She rocked it. Yeah. <laughs> she took no shit. Best sub I ever had. Her husband was a uh, professional skateboarder. Oh, that's rad. She'd bring, like, think skateboard stickers and hand them out. Everyone loved her. Yeah. Okay, so this dude, Rosebud Butt. He, <laughs> okay, now I'm lying. <laughs> he claims to have invented the drink. Um, it was a contest in 1972 to invent a cocktail using triple sec. So he was like, cool. Really? No. I'll use triple sec and every booze in the bar. <laughs> oh, my God. We were, we were, like, off air, we were wondering how this drink got made. And we're like, oh, there was a bartender who was just, like, super bored. You know, all the drugs of everything. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. Because he came up with. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of Jurassic Park. Hold on to your butts. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so he was he worked at the Oak Beach Inn on Long Island. So they're in Long uh, Island. Got it. This guy Butts is like, I want to win this contest. I'm going to call it a Long Island yeah. iced tea because it looked like an iced I'm tea. I'm going to get everyone so drunk they don't remember. Yeah. The alternate story um, is that it was invented in the night. So that's 1972. Is that okay. it was invented in the 20s oh. uh, during Prohibition. There was an, a man named Old Man Bishop <laughs> in a local community. He was even called that as a child. <laughs> Old, Man <laughs> Old Bishop. Man Bishop. Um, so there's a community called Long Island in Kingsport, Tennessee. Okay. So the region is uh, Long Island. The drink was perfected. So his name is, these are some great names. Ransom Bishop. Okay. Ransom Bishop is Old Man Bishop's son. Okay. So Old Man Bishop came up with the drink and then it was perfected by his son, Ransom. Got it. Uh... So it included whiskey and maple syrup. So essentially ah. a completely different drink. Yeah. 
There's no whiskey. I think just the name was shared, but I think the drink, like what's in it, was different. Um, Yeah, it had five different liquors, so it was essentially like kitchen sink. Put everything in there. Mm -hmm. Only this one also had maple syrup and whiskey, (laughs) and some cool guys' names. It's like when you uh, have a house party and you're cleaning up the next morning, and then you have that roommate who's picking up all the leftover beers and drinks and making one drink and just drinking it as they go. Gross. He was an alcoholic friend. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think <laughs> my friends did that. He once got we a... would We would just go, what a waste. And that's it? Yeah, I don't think anyone drank them. Oh, they were slamming it. Until they found a cigarette. Well, yeah. he like yep. went to drink and the cigarette mm-hmm. bud found him. Or it's him. like people <laughs> spitting in it. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. No. Gross. <laughs> Uh, that's, sanitary. <laughs> that's essentially the story of the Long Island Iced Tea. That's pretty cool. Yeah. A contest winner. Apparently. With triple sec. Mr. Butt. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Butt. Okay. Um, okay. Murder time. Murder time. Murder time. Ba 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 ba. Murder time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, if we ever redo our theme song. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to jump into my story. Mine is short and sweet. Not really sweet. It's not her- like this drink. It's horrendous. <laughs> it's not short God. or sweet. There's something. It's me- kind of sweet. It's it's kind of metallic-y. Are you getting like a little aftertaste of metallic? It's just. We're using weird shit. We're using there's like no leftover tequila. There's no reason for all these boozes to be together. Uh, yeah. I think the prevailing flavor is tequila. Uh, tequila is so strong. Yeah, but that one smelled, out of all the ones I was pouring, that one was pungent. So I don't know if it's the tequila we have. Probably it's the- a good sipping tequila sure i don't know oh if you've never done the shot i don't know if we've ever said this uh do a shot of tequila with orange an orange slice and cinnamon it's super good you've said that a few times yeah have, have i done that no i think i just keep telling you about yeah, it I and then we never it. have cinnamon <laughs> okay so i'm gonna jump into my story here it is short and i'm not gonna go into great detail about the actual act do you keep talking about how short it is because this is a long island Hey, no, not at all. <laughs> you multiple times mentioned how short and sweet it is. Well, it just, I don't know. Usually when I do this, my write-up is like eight pages. I'm at four pages. You are pages definitely the wordier, I think, of the of the, of the bunch of both of us. Um, the thing I thought was interesting, the most interesting is what happened after the murder. So I think okay. it's a good like little Let discussion. me tell you, I'm on the edge of my seat. Are you? I mean, I'm not because you can see that I'm not. But <laughs> Mentally? Yeah. What's the word I want? Mentally. No. Figuratively? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Jackie. Yeah. The story is short. (laughs) 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 The Long Island's kicking in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's not that much in these. (laughs) It's It's only a half shot of 17 things. (laughs) It's the kitchen sink. Okay, Jackie. I'm going to tell you about Albert... Ventress. Ventress? Mm-hmm. With a V? With a with an F. Ventress. Sorry. Ventress. Sorry. F-E-N-T-R-E-S-S. Albert sure. Ventress. Okay. He was born in 1941 in Brooklyn. All right. He was the oldest of three children, and his father was a tough guy who believed in physical punishment, but besides that, Albert had an overall normal childhood. So. Hard dad, grown up in Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. <Brooklyn. laughs> um, when he turns 12, he moves with his family to... Long Island. Long Island. That's my tie. I wasn't sure I was going to get it. I went, how do I know? 
I've never heard the story. <laughs> um, and they stay there uh, through high school, and he becomes one of the top ten in his high school graduating class. Eventually, Albert earns his master's degree in history and education and becomes one of the best and most respected middle school history teachers in Poughkeepsie. You had it. You Fuck. Were, you were saying it right though. Poughkeepsie. Oh my God. You had it. Poughkeepsie. Shit. Remember how you had it? <laughs> and then you said, uh-huh. they spell it so weird for it being Poughkeepsie. Okay. Um, you guys, he was the most respected no, I'm leaving you messing history it up. teacher in Poughkeepsie. Did I say it right that time? Yeah, but I was interrupting you. So if you want a clean one, say it again. No, you can leave it in there. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but I want people to know What's I can say What's his last it. name? Fren- Fenstress. <laughs> what? Fenstress. Okay. Fentress. I'm just thinking like this is, this is a middle school teacher. Like everyone loves this guy. That's yeah. why I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm painting the picture in my head. Yeah. Most respected, remember, best. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember being in middle school and like <clears throat> everyone's favorite teacher? Yeah. Yeah. That's who this guy is. Yeah. Everyone loves him. Yeah. Poor guy. Is he going to die or is he a murderer? I don't know. He's loved by all, Jackie. Okay. <clears throat> Albert lives alone and he keeps his house ridiculously clean. Uh-oh. <laughs> what is uh-oh about that? Super clean freaks are weird. He likes it tidy. He also... I believe in cleanliness. Yeah. But... Me too. you look around um okay so super clean he likes you know to be alone um he really likes the finer things in life though he's Mm. like buying himself but he's a middle school teacher yeah but he's buying himself a cadillac he's getting a rolex watch how's he paying for this he's saving he's he's like good with his money i bet you he has a retirement fund um, he also starts collecting stamps and he, gets, there's money in stamps. There is. He starts getting this huge stamp, collect, stamp collection. That's super valuable. My mom worked in stamps in college. What does that mean? She worked for a man that was a stamp collector. She was his like secretary. It is so weird what humans put value on. Like <laughs> stamps. stamps. I mean, they Shiny have, rooms. I mean, they definitely have a value because you buy them. They're the face value at, ver- at the very least. Yeah. But not like fifty thousand dollars yeah but you got to think like how much is that elvis stamp gonna go for oh my god that's insane only what we allow it to go for any babies man oh my god remember when they said they were going out of business and then they didn't and then that whole divorce thing with the beanie, beanie babies <laughs> beanie babies will always make me laugh oh my, god. my friend had tubs and tubs and tubs of them <laughs> that's weird and then her brother just sold them all at the flea market that's fair. <laughs> the bottom one out of that market. <laughs> okay. So, super into all his fun stuff. So, um, even though he is this, like, renowned teacher, he doesn't really have any romantic relationships or any, and he doesn't have any, like, friends, He's really. a loner. Yeah. Uh, he goes to school. He's personable, but then he likes to have his alone time. So, Albert once described the most depressing point of his life as when his Cadillac was in the shop being fixed. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he is 35, his house is robbed, and they took his stamp collection. Mm. And and Albert was sure that it was this, like, high school student, and he did the most to get this kid arrested. And the boy's friends found out, and soon Albert's house was targeted for, like, vandalism and harassment. Aww. So Albert goes and gets a gun. Um, so on August 20th of 1979, Albert notices a boy running through his yard. The young boy... Front yard or backyard? We don't know. Backyard, I want to say. Um, the young boy named Paul Masters, he's 18 years old, he is running from the cops. 
when Albert... And he's just using that as a he's like thoroughfare, ju- yeah. Yeah, he's jumping over fences, he's trying to get away, and Albert's back there, and he's like, hey, what's going on? Hey, do you want to come inside, get a beer? Like, mm. come on inside. <clears throat> so once inside, Albert lures uh, Paul into What the his- fuck? What? Why is he doing this? I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Albert brings Paul down to the basement, mm. promises a beer. Nothing else has happened in his life. This is the first time he's being a weirdo. Uh-huh. It's such a jump. Middle school teacher. It's such a jump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so gets Paul down in the basement. He overpowers Paul and he ties him to a post and he starts to sexually assault him. This is a uh, graphic, but not too graphic, but graphic. Um, when Albert, um, so he's sexually assaulting Paul and then he castrates the boy and he starts mutilating him. He then shoots him twice in the head, and then he cooks and eats his genitalia. Oh, he's crazy. Yeah. He then drags Paul's body uh, back Is upstairs. he just having some sort of, like, psychotic break? This is so... This is so weird, like... Yeah. This is such a jump to me. Um, it is then Albert claims that he wakes up from a... Fuck. Dissociate. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dissociative? Dissociative of fugue? Fugue. Fugue. <laughs> you should let me like, make little notes in there for you. I like... tried! <laughs> it didn't work. Okay. Um, so, um, it's funny. You should say that, Jackie, because Albert actually claims that he was having, like, um, a dissociative, um, like, fog. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he calls a friend, like, right away, and he tells him what happened. And the, the he ends up calling the police and then what do doctors say about that is that something that happens to people i know that's what he's saying it felt like Mm -hmm. but our doctor's like yeah sometimes normal ass people go and then they're not themselves they Mm -hmm. do weird crazy stuff and they snap back i I is that a don't know the answer i want to say yes okay i think i but i have no idea there was a really great stand-up bit i think jen kirkman does it where she's like if i snap I don't want to snap back. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just want to be gone if that's the case. Yeah. Because that's horrific coming back yeah. from that. Um, so uh, Albert is arrested and he's taken into custody. And so now we're jumping into the trial. So um, imagine being on that jury. Yeah. This is we got tons of evidence here and we're going to have a very psychological conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We're going to fast forward through the trial. They find him not guilty by reason of insanity. Okay. Um, he is sent to a psychiatric hospital called Mid-Hudson from mm-hmm. 1980 to 84. Because he's going to be normal there. Yeah. And then he is transferred to a less secure facility in Suffolk, Suffolk. County. S-U-F-F-O-L-K? Suffolk. Okay, Suffolk County. Uh, by, the ni- uh, by the 90s, he is a favorite patient of the Suffolk County facility. Oh, he's a popular guy. Mm-hmm. He becomes very proficient with computers, and he starts teaching the other patients and the staff he's how to use them. He's a teacher. Oh, my yeah. goodness. The entire time he's in their care, he never has another episode. Yeah. And he's totally fine. He is uh, diagnosed with a narcissistic personality disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, and... Um, the little episodes he's been having um so he's um, a narcissist he's been diagnosed as nar- narcissistic mm-hmm. com- obsessive compulsive mm-hmm. um so but besides being diagnosed with all that the only time he ever received uh antipsychotic medication was in jail prior to his trial so yeah. the whole time he's at the he's psychiatric not on meds. hospital he's not on meds and he's totally fine yeah i'm just so curious what caused it yeah it's weird 
Yeah, we don't really get answers. Mm. So, um, but because he's been such an outstanding uh, patient, his treatment team, several psychologists, and several outside consultants have uh, suggested he be granted unaccompanied passes into the community. Okay. Um, he has already been out and about with an escort at this point uh, in the community. Yeah. Um, in 1997, John Oldman, MD, psychiatric and behavioral sciences chairman and professor, was asked by the state to review Albert's records and provide an opinion. Oldham was concerned that Albert was not on medication and was unsure what could tr- trigger another. That's the concerning part. What episode. triggers it? Yeah. yeah. If uh, he said, "quote unquote," if he couldn't handle kids slashing his screens and burning his lawn, then how could he possibly handle the likely? public reaction to his release after he'd been That's de- fair. De- demonized in the media as New York's own Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. So maybe that was the trigger. Maybe the harassment from the students, that was the first time, or maybe that brought back some of yeah, the, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, That's so hard. Because he's doing all those things where you go, well, at what point do you earn being out? Mm-hmm. And people feel like it's safe. Are you rehabilitated? Are you, like, are you going to commit another crime again? But you don't know what sets them off. Mm-hmm. He still shouldn't be working with kids. And he's not on medication. Like, that's insane. Yeah. He's not on medication. But what are you... I mean, you're on medicine to correct levels. Yeah. And if his levels aren't off, then it's something else that is triggering... It's so but strange. Like the, the extent to, of his crime is insane. He oh, lured he, a young yes, boy. Yes, it's outrageous. He, mutilated, he, can, he cannibalized him. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I don't... I don't know if, like, if he, okay, so say he wasn't deemed not guilty because of insanity. He yeah, went yeah, to prison. yeah. We would, we would be hooting and hollering to keep him in there. I know. He would not be getting out. So, like, why? Because. I know. Yeah. And then to be unsupervised when you're out, when you don't know what sets him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Here we go. Okay, so besides that. Uh, all that. Uh, under state law, Albert is eligible to request a hearing every two years to challenge his original ruling, which okay. is. Um, standard. Uh, so he gets another trial, and because prosecutors accepted his insanity plea, he was not required to testi- testify about the crime in, in court. And because Albert's lawyer did not ask him about the events of that August evening, lawyers from the state were not allowed to bring it up during the trial either. So we're not looking at that. We're just looking... The trial is just looking if he is sane to re-enter the community. And the, oh, okay. and the jury does not get to see the evidence from that day. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. They kind of like know there was a crime. He murdered someone. But the, to the extent we don't get, they don't get any details. Not even details that aren't given by him, but like the prosecutors can't say. No, because the, his lawyer didn't bring anything up and he's not taking the stand because, yeah. So, but the jurors were told that Albert's therapist thought so highly of him that they let him walk free, freely about the hospital grounds, which are not enclosed by fence or barbed wire. They're not getting the whole story. I know. So on April two thousand, or on April twenty second, nineteen ninety nine, a Suffolk Suffolk ca- County jury decided that Albert, after spending twenty years in psychiatric hospitals, was no longer a danger to society and mm-hmm. should go free. Which means that Albert would be released into a halfway house with little supervision. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the jury said that Albert was still mentally ill, but not so ill that he had to be committed. But if released, he would not have to be registered as a sex offender because he committed the crime before the state law on such notification was enacted. Oh, predates it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which is insane. Yeah. I feel like the community in which he's being released needs to know that information. Yeah. 
Um, but the case goes to the state Supreme Court Judge Harry Sedell, and he overturns the verdict. He stated that for jurors to believe that Albert was mentally ill but not in need of institutional care, they would have to be uh, have to believe he would quote unquote somehow or would somehow on his own develop self-control and not pose a danger to others. Mm-hmm. So he's like, that in itself is yeah not plausible. Huh. Uh, in 2002, Albert is transferred from Kings Park Psychiatric Center in Suffolk County to be locked to a locked ward at Mid-Hudson. This was because two witnesses came forward and testified against Albert, saying that he had, uh, that they had been molested shortly before Albert killed Paul. Ooh. So there we have... So it's not so much of a... A psychotic break. It's more like mm. there, there is a pattern that we yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. seen. Um, as of right now, Albert will remain in psychiatric care until at least 2020, until his next hearing. Dang. And that is the story of Albert Fentress. That's a crazy story. Yeah. It's just a lot of, I don't know, moral yeah. issues of like... If you are to put people into prison, for I will have those debates all the time because yeah. I don't know exactly where I land. So I'll, or I'll argue both sides. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Because in a perfect world, we're getting people healthy. We're putting it. Out, yeah. Like, but then there's that forgive but not forget, and then yeah. like, and some tr- and trusting heinous, like that yeah. heinous like there should be no yeah at some point forgiveness. And I was reading, the father of Paul was saying that. Albert never apologized for doing what he did to his son, and he was oh, just see. more worried about yeah. himself. Yeah, than, yeah, which doesn't look. That's yeah, very narcissistic. Which is insane. Like, an, someone in the right mind would be like, "Oh yes, I apologize," even if they are not sincere about it. You know, yeah. they know what to, to do at least in front aware of a enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, huh? Yeah. Ay ay ay. Yeah, it's just oh, he was just jumping through yards my friends and i and literally like that's just fun like he i get that guy was running from the cops yeah but it was just fun to go in other people's backyards god that sounds terrifying you never did that no oh just shooting like, me just people like guns just like running through no. no i mean we lived on a quiet people little court people i'm not going in our well, there were more of us oh mm. that was we would run through backyards all the time no. and hide in people's backyards for hide and seek no and the trick was you just carry a tennis ball with you and if someone was like hey what are you doing in my yard you go i'm just getting my ball <laughs> see where i grew up there are mountain lions and dead bodies being found constantly so i like didn't go into anyone's house or backyard yeah that's not the issues that we had <laughs> all right all right i don't think we're taking a break i think we're just gonna no, keep going these are yeah i don't need another one of no. these no 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 they're strong yeah I feel like I'm fine, but I know I'm not. Yeah. Sometimes you <laughs> math it and you go, I don't care how I feel. I know better. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. <laughs> hey, guys. We do realize our transitions are crap, and we're trying to figure it out. But it also makes me laugh. But, guys, we don't there, want, we don't no, want to put a bunch of ads in here. No one wants to listen to, no one, to listen to ads. I don't know about you guys, but I skip through ads during all my podcasts. I don't listen to any of them. Unless I can't get to my thing and then I'm like, well, I'm going to listen to Casper again. <laughs> <laughs> when I listen to Joe Rogan, I literally go, pop, 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 pop. I go five minutes in. God. And then I go, sounds like the guest. Here we go. He has so many. I get it. Good for and him. And he records them all. Like, it's not like they're canned at each, like. Yeah. Because they change. Do they? Don't they? You skip all of them. I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, we try to do transitions, but we don't have ads, so it doesn't sound natural. Sorry, guys. Sorry, not sorry. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) All right. 
I'm going to tell you about Bobby Joe Long. Ew. Okay. Long Island. Island. <laughs> I don't know why it's ill. But... Bobby Joe Long. Okay. Bobby Joe Long. Bobby was born October 14th, 1953. Okay. A little boomer baby. Um... In West Virginia. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Um, Bobby was born with an extra X chromosome. Okay. And because of that, he grew breasts during puberty. And you can imagine a boy oh. growing breasts during puberty was... Is that a genetic thing? Like, does that re- hereditary? Is that in his... I don't know if it's just like a gene mutation. I okay. I would think it's just a mutation. And he wanted to identify as a male. Yeah, because I don't think it's like... I didn't read anywhere that it was like hermaphrodite. I, oh, okay. I, like, I think it's just, it's not all. Okay. I don't know. I don't know that That's all well enough. To... Yeah. Just Aww. not fun. Puberty he was, in itself. Is he just... was severely teased. Aww. Um, and he also, and it doesn't say where any of these came from. He also suffered multiple head injuries as a kid. Okay. He had this weird relationship with his mom. So he slept in her bed. I don't think there's a dad around. He slept in her bed until he was a teenager. Like young teen? Like 13? Teenager. Okay. Um, and she had multiple short-term, didn't last very long, boyfriends. Okay. And they all slept together? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, he married his high school girlfriend. So okay. he was... Oh, okay. Dating and had a girlfriend. Dating. Married her in 1974. Okay. Uh, they had two kids before they divorced in 1980. Okay. So. Is there a corrective thing? Or is that he's just living with. I don't know. Breasts? No picture. All the pictures were. Okay. Chest up. So I don't know if he had them removed or. Or if it wasn't just that not significant. Grew into them yeah. or. Maybe your testosterone kicks in. Yeah, I don't know. Once you're, yeah, okay. Okay. I kind of let it. I kind of forgot about it. Okay. Um, okay, so he moves to Tampa. He's living in, at one point he's living in Southern California, and another part he's living in uh, Florida. Um, they will eventually pin about 50 rapes on him. Oh, no. And he's uh-huh. known as the classified ad rapist. No. So basically ah. he would like, he'd answer classified ads for like small appliances. Yeah. And if... So if if he got there and it was a woman and no. she was alone, no. he would rape her. No, isn't that terrifying? God, that's like Craigslist nowadays. I'm just like I don't mm. have people go to my house. Let me you in a fucking coffee shop. I had all of you at the house when the washer lady. Yeah, it was a lady. And she was great. Well, but... she, yeah, but she was. She was but like, you don't know. Yeah, because she's like, is your boyfriend or husband going to be there? You were and I was concerned like, about <laughs> you. You were concerned about the way she was asking why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you need heavy lifting? I'll do it. I'm very strong. <laughs> Let me set my guns down to help you. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, so God. it's just bad. Um, he's convicted 50? of 50. And that's all, like, after the fact. They're kind yeah. of piecing that all together. But so he's convicted. He's tried and convicted for rape in 1981. 1981. Okay. So this is kind of early on into his career as a criminal. How many, how long did this, what's the time frame here? Like 50 years? Oh, not 50 years. Like 10 years he's doing this? Five months? Um... 10 days. It doesn't really say if much is happening while he, like he's divorced in 80, maybe after the divorce, he's okay. he starts. getting off and out there. Um, so he requests a new trial okay. after he's tried and convicted. Um, and the new trial is granted. So I don't know what the circumstances were that they granted a new trial, but they did. Okay. 
And then it just kind of took forever, and the charges were dropped. What? Is he in jail during this point? Or is I he don't out think of- so. Well, it depends if you're on... Because if you get a new trial, you're still... Um, you're still remanded. So mm-hmm. if you can pay bail, if they allow out. bail yeah. and they can pay it, then you're out while you wait for the new trial. But and if you can't, then you're stuck there. Or dropped? if they won't offer it. Like the witnesses? Char- charges dropped. Either they, either they lose evidence or no. somebody won't. Yeah. There's a million Not reasons why. Not all 50 of them, just like in the beginning. No, because they only had the one. Got it. So uh, he was living in Long Beach and he was renting a room from this gal named Cappy. So this is before Florida stuff. Um I almost thought it said underwater basket weaving. He was <laughs> he was renting a room from this gal Kathy, and he went to an underwater welding course. So like same same. No, but think about better like, <laughs> underwater welding. You're like I would imagine like Sea World and like bridges. Like you're doing underwater. Oh, I was still thinking like swimming pool and like. No, I would think like oh wow, either super ass big swimming yeah. pools or like rivers, lakes. That's crazy. I imagine there's good money in underwater welding. That makes sense. Um, he was dating a 17-year-old. Ah. She lived across from his room. So he's Not running a okay. room. And she lived across the way. With her parents? I don't know. Okay. Um, this is when he began contacting women through the penny saver. Mm-hmm. And other classifieds. Where So then this is like when he's starting to cook up his... I think he did that in California and he also did that in Florida. Okay. Um, he would... So he'd meet up with them. He would ask to use their bathroom. Mm. And then he would take out his rape kit. Ah. And he would rob and rape them. And these crimes were never prosecuted by California authorities. So a bunch of stuff happened in California. And then he goes to Florida and kind of keeps up the yeah. ruse, becomes the classified guy. So he moves to Tampa in 1983. Okay. Um, Hillsborough County, which is where he moves to, had averaged about... 30 to 35 homicides a year Mm -hmm. in the 80s. Uh, Then in 1984, there's this huge spike. So he moves there in 83. Oh, no. So, like, this is a little bit of correlation there. Um, During one eight-month period, a killer with with a unique method of binding, raping, and killing his victims, then dumping them in unusual positions, um, was happening every week. What? Every other week, excuse me. Jeez. This is during oh. a short window of time, yeah. but there's a lot of them. Uh, the first victim was discovered in May of 1984 um, when they found when they found a body. So they start this, like, really intensive investigation, um, but they're not really solved. Like, there's just, there's not, I guess there's not a lot of evidence. There's yeah. not much to go off of. So it's just kind of like, good God. So then in 1984, uh Bobby's out on probation for assault. He begins driving around areas known for prostitution and kind of like mm-hmm. ramshackle bars. And he waits till he finds women alone. So then he's like out just looking for victims. Um, he claimed later that they would approach him. And mm-hmm. I imagine if it's sex workers that um, yeah. that's what that's about. He would persuade them into his car and then into an apartment. Okay. He would bind his victims with rope and ligature collars. He had fashioned using, he'd use a bunch of different knots and stuff, which was part of how they connected a bunch of the crimes is it was similar similar weird knots. Um, Later, he confessed that he derived sadistic pleasure from abducting, raping, brutally murdering these women. 
I think all told, they have, I think there's 10 women they think he killed. Okay. So attacked a bunch of women and and murdered about 10 or so. Wow. All in Florida? I think the murders were all in Florida. Okay. Um, some he strangled, some he would cut their throats, he'd bludgeon like, so he kind of killed them in different ways. Yeah. Um, but then he would place their bodies in, he'd like position them and display them in like odd, in odd ways. Positions or? Like he'd splay them, like, yeah, I think he'd like splay their legs okay. apart and stuff. Um, of the 10 known victims, five were sex workers, two were exotic dancers, one was a factory worker. One was a student, and one didn't oh. know what she did for a living. So a little bit of a mixture. Yeah. Really just kind of taking advantage of women alone. Yeah. Um, at the time of his captures, this was in the 80s, I think, he was wanted in three different jurisdic- uh, jurisdictions in the Florida area. Um, they had collected forensic evidence, so it's early into that, so they don't really know what to do with a lot of it mm-hmm. or how it was collected. Uh, but they had clothing, carpet fibers. They had... Uh, semen, ligature marks, rope knot. I mean, they had a, they have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, I think as they go through the trial, essentially, there's some stuff in here about how, like, he made a deal where he agreed to plead guilty in all of them but one. Okay. And only one could they try him for the death penalty. Got so it. if he murdered 10 people, he was like, I'll make a deal with you, DA. Or the DA offered it and yeah. he accepted it. That for nine of them, yes, I did it. Life in prison, but you don't get to kill me. Got it. One of them, and maybe it's one he figured they didn't have enough evidence on. Like, mm-hmm. there's one, but he did get convicted to uh, the death penalty. Okay. And that's the one that he's... So the, all the other ones, he's not really fighting appeals because he owned up to them. Yeah. But so now there's one case, which is what he's taking through all the appeals process. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. And so, so yeah. So the, I mean it's not like And he's in Florida. He's down in Florida. Okay. He's in, you know, a Florida prison. Um, did his wife ever say anything? Like did there's he ever no, have a There's no there's not a ton history? like essentially like in finding this story, yeah. there's like a Wikipedia article, there's a Murderpedia, which is just straight up lifted out of Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. There's other articles, all of them are just lifted Wikipedia like there's not a lot of backstory. There's not a ton. You don't see or and I think it's cuz it was so long ago like if it was more current, you'd have a bunch of different people covering mm-hmm. the trial or covering yeah. the murders, but they were a long time ago. So if I went to the library and I got a microfiche, <laughs> then maybe. <laughs> you know those... And hence. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey. yeah. <laughs> and hence. Oh. Dude, that's so... Yeah, so it's not... I mean, there's no, like, arc to the story that's yeah. super... It's just gross. Both of my stories kind of just out of the blue, seemingly out of the blue, started yeah. doing... I think this is a a kid who grew up in a hard like a yeah hard childhood yeah and then just took it out on that's crazy people well thanks Jackie you're welcome <laughs> bummer town bummer town um well I would say make these drinks if you want to but I I don't there's so if you have all this stuff in yeah, your bar yeah. and you're like into making the drinks every week go for it. Otherwise, if you're curious, I'd go to a bar and just get one. They'll yeah. probably make it. It'll probably taste better. Yeah. It'll than... probably be more sugary. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, yeah, probably probably be better. Yeah. I mean, we we had like a crapshoot of shit, so. Yeah. We did. <laughs> we had most of it. Yeah. We didn't have Coke. I don't think any of us no. drink soda regularly. <laughs> Bubble water. Um. Yeah. 
as always um hit us up on instagram that's the main social media i don't know how to work all the other ones sorry guys if you're following us our our, like five facebook fans facebook i forgot we even had one (laughs) yeah we have a facebook group but uh, i don't know i'm mismanaging it right now um I like Instagram and I know how to use it, so just hit oh, me up on there. Oh, it's just easy. Yeah. Just go. And you can always email us uh, at killercocktailspodcast at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Killer Cocktails. As always, on our talent was Jackie Andrea. Uh, be sure to check out our Instagram at killercocktailspodcast or stop by our website killercocktailspodcast.com, for up to date information, photos, contests, and more. Our logo was created by Michelle Firm, whose amazing art can be found at michellefirmdesign.com. Our music was created by Nikolai Heidlus, and we'll be back next week on Hashtag Murder Mondays. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what the only animals are that dance? There are two types of animals that dance. Dogs? No. I've seen dogs dance. Like, two music. I saw a pigeon dance. Birds. Birds and elephants are the Do only they? animals that straight up like catch the beat and uh, are dancing uh. to music. There's a dogs th- will do things that look like dancing, yeah. but it's not on beat. It's not too like yeah. the rhythm hasn't gotten them. <laughs> They're like a white man trying yeah, to it's, dance. It's, with it's their elephants fingers. and birds, and I implore you, yeah. to hop on YouTube and catch some videos of some elephants and some birds dancing. Dude, I saw one a bird dancing to blurred lines. This guy was jamming on the <laughs> yes. side of the street, and the the pigeon was right on beat and going. <laughs>